We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's still a lot to talk about when it comes to the response to the blizzard over Christmas. And so uh, to begin this morning, we're joined by Buffalo Common Council member uh, for the Fillmore District, Mitch Nowakowski, who is calling for the creation of a panel to address questions and concerns regarding the response to the blizzard. Mitch, thank you for being on with us this morning. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing pretty good today, and uh, I'm glad that you guys were able to, to invite me on. And I think it's important, what I've been telling a lot of folks lately, is you go through situations in life, and it's incumbent upon all of us to be able to uh, look, you know, after that situation happened, to kind of look inward and see what we can do better um, as a city, and especially when we're dealing with something so serious as, you know, a blizzard and emergency response. Of course, you know, the city of Buffalo and the mayor did everything, you know, they could, especially, you know, also council members could during, you know, really Mother Nature, uh, you know, lending us a catastrophe, doing the best we could. But I think it's incumbent upon all of us to really look inward and and to to answer questions and and to see how we can do better moving forward. What what, uh, do you see as the most pressing questions going into this? I think the first thing is what I'm very focused on is really the emergency manager position. I co-sponsored a resolution with my uh, colleague, Chris Gallen, uh, to see where we could, you know, better develop uh, an emergency response. Because when you're talking about, especially with my district, you know, I'm, I'm having, you know, warming shelters. So the one warming shelter that was in my district uh, when residents were able to go in wasn't outfitted with an out, uh, with a second generator. So it had, it had lost power. So that's, you know, addressing that's really important. And also there's the 311 call and operation center, which was not outfitted to be able to respond to the blizzard uh, throughout the duration. And, you know, a lot of folks in my seniors in my district, when dealing with something so serious, they really need a live person to talk to. And the appropriate person at during an emergency is it 911 or 858 snow, uh, which had gotten uh, 858 snow had gotten uh, 21,000 calls. So I believe that 311 was activated during the emergency response. A lot of those calls could have went to 311. It could have addressed a lot of uh, you know non-emergency needs and, and and folks get folks updates 
uh, throughout the duration of the storm. Uh, that point kind of hits at maybe something that could have been done before the storm. And, and there's, you know, really two facets to this, Mitch, and that is the, the preparation and then the response. And, and after the blizzard hit, it was the snow removal, right, that was uh, really everybody's focus and got criticism from the county executive, uh, you know, from others on, you know, what you do in terms of snow removal and the cleanup process in the city. I'm wondering, as you look at this, in your mind, where do you think the biggest deficiency was? Was it in that response, the snow removal, or was it in preparation in advance of the blizzard? You know, that's a really complex question after I've been really looking inward on this. I would say that the first thing at first is really that coordination, because when you're talking about such a severe blizzard, there's no way that the city of Buffalo can respond just by itself. You have to have mutual aid between state and county. But being able to get all those municipalities together to say, okay, what resources do I need deployed when? What trucks? Because a lot of folks who I'm talking when I'm talking to them on the street is you can't just send one just regular plow down the street in the city of Buffalo. We have narrow one-way streets. We have uh, oftentimes like in Allentown or in the Lower West Side where we have those dense neighborhoods. You can't just put and build a, you know, a six-foot-high snow bank at the end of a street. So you really have to have that kind of you know mutual response to be able to know what to order, when, when to deploy it. And just think about when the National Guard came in, you know, if we were able to have an emergency manager who had a plan of where to deploy the National Guard, you know, it, are they deploying them to warming shelters? Where are those warming shelters? Are they deploying generators, food? So I think a more coordinated response would have made, uh, you know, that much more efficient uh, reaction to the storm, not only during, but after. Mitch, with this emergency manager position, would this be someone who's already in government who would be appointed this, or are you looking to bring someone new in? I really want someone new in that's autonomous to do it. And when you think about it, the town of Hamburg and the town of Amherst, and I even believe like that the, the town of Newstead, has a full-time emergency manager. So as the second largest city in uh, the state of New York, we really should have someone full-time that's coordinating these responses who's preparing city departments, coming up with a coordinated plan. And think about it, you know, they could also, you know, work with the newest, latest uh, training and technology to uh, not only train our staff in police and fire for search and rescue, there's always new equipment, there's always new way of of trainings and doing things. And and we really should stay on top of it and and, and strive to to have the best response possible. You know, when I look at this, um, you, you know, the idea of response versus preparation, and I think about the cleanup, and we had talked about this on this show before, that I really struggle to see where the improvements can, you know, reasonably be made in the city of Buffalo. There's no magic wand to melt away the snow or to haul away the snow. You know, we're, we're looking at these images of, a long line of huge dump trucks all filled to the brim with snow, you know, traveling like a Macy's Day parade down the street to dump it somewhere. And you can only really move as fast as you can move at the end of the day. Um, I know that, you know, what you're proposing here would maybe go into greater depth than looking for an answer. But what do you think about that? I I mean, is there a good answer for how the city can do better in snow removal or when there is a big storm like this, is it just destined to be gridlocked for a couple of days? 
You know, that's something that I think a lot of lawmakers are grappling with. And as somebody that's, you know, kind of a young buck that's trying to come up with answers and, and try to see, you know, ways of how to do better, you know, I'm glad you brought up the complexity, you know, in snow removal versus a city versus a suburb. You know, a lot of folks don't have driveways. They park on the street. You can't just rip a plow down somewhere and move the snow. And also when you're thinking about it, there was about a little over between 400 and 500 abandoned vehicles. And what I was telling folks is, Look, when when that vehicle is abandoned, somebody has to move it. So when I'm thinking about, you know, whenever we have to move a car, you know, growing up, it takes three people. You got to have one person move it. You got to have one person hook up to a machine. Now multiply that times 450 times of cars that are bottlenecking streets. So a strong approach um, to address, you know, during a driving ban and making sure that we have proper alerts to get folks off the road because. They have real-life consequences in the response to plowing. And I think when I was taking a lot of calls, I was trying to explain, you know, uh, right around the corner uh, from my house on Virginia Street, I had two cars that bottlenecked and paralyzed my street for a really long time because I couldn't even have uh, vehicles go down to move them. And if I can't move those vehicles, I can't plow those streets, and I can't respond to emergencies. Uh, so it is complex, and I think that there's a lot of ways that we can work to improve it. You know, certainly, you know, I would have liked to see maybe more of like an Amber Alert situation during the the storm that said, please shelter in place during that driving ban to, to assure people that, you know, the driving ban went in at 9 o'clock. I think it's super important that, you know, throughout the day we're telling people, please shelter in place, please stay where you are, please stay off the road, and hoping that that would reduce the amount of vehicles that were found stranded. Uh, in the city of Buffalo. I'm glad you brought up that Amber Alert situation because that was my next question on the flip side of things. When it comes to preparation, I, is that the answer? That's the one that I keep coming back to, you know, that, that alert on your phone that would signify something serious to really convey the message that this isn't just going to be a big snowstorm. Uh, that this is blizzard with a capital B, you know, not blizzard in the way we just throw around the word, but in a different sense. And what can be done to get the message across? Because we're so used to hearing snowstorm, snowstorm, and, you know, we, just the week before, impossible travel. Yet everyone drove home from the Bills game uh, during that, you know, quote unquote, impossible travel, and, and there wasn't that much of an issue. What can the city do to differentiate that in people's minds? That's, you bring up a good point because I believe a lot of residents are so immune to snow. We hear there's going to be a snowstorm, and we're like, okay, you know, we're used to that. That's just a part of our DNA. But I think at least from my standpoint as a council member is really prepping community centers and block clubs and people saying, okay, this is what to look for when you're watching the news and making sure that they have the tools, the resources, and the understanding of how to, they, they can personally in their own neighborhoods respond to these disasters. And I think a lot of public education and a plan, a coordinated plan um, with public information would help. I think when I was talking to a lot of folks, they said, well, look, you know, I thought it was going to be a blizzard for two days. And, you know, yes, there might be a blizzard for two days, but you might be stuck for two days. So you really got to plan for four or five days out. And, you know, a lot of times that's wishful thinking. Oh, can you buy food for five days? You know, when sometimes people are hourly workers and, you know, they, they're not going to get a check because if you don't go in, you don't get paid. So making sure that we have, you know, local, you know, food pantries or community centers also stocked with food to kind of fill in that gap if we have a long storm is important. So I think there's a lot of work to do, but you, you can't be afraid to do it. And you got to roll up our sleeves and, and take a good look at this. 
You mentioned warming shelters earlier, and I want to go back to that. Uh, when you say warming shelter operations um, and, and looking at what you have, would that also be looking into opening more places? You know, I've heard the idea of opening more schools as uh, warming shelter operations when a storm of the magnitude of the blizzard of 22 would be moving toward the city. Is that something this would look uh, look at adding warming shelters? Yeah, and I think that Councilmember Scanlon really brings up a good point. He could hit that point really hard. He said that, look, you know, when you think talk about schools, there's a school in every neighborhood. So, and and also, schools are equipped with cafeterias. They have large spaces. They have, you know, really the, the facilities to accommodate for warming shelters. So, do we do we look for you know do we have to recreate the wheel? Not necessarily, because we every neighborhood has a school that's outfitted for this. So making sure that maybe that they are prepared, they have, you know, somebody there uh, that during emergency response can, you know, turn on the lights and open it up and facilitate that and really work through the minutia of what does that look like during uh, an emergency response. You know, part of this is to strengthen the coordination with the county, the state and the federal officials. When putting this panel together, will members of the county, state and federal government be part of this? I Yes, that to me, that's critical. So. If we've learned from anything, and I don't want to engage in the back and forth between the city and the, and, the, and the county that was in the past, but to move forward, you know, the one highlighted theme was the coordination and the importance of everyone talking to one another. Uh, because when you're in an emergency situation, you really need to have everyone in the room and, you know, have really a, a consolidated approach uh, that's effective and efficient. And, and everyone looks at it differently from their tier of government because they all have different resources and, and different ways to respond. So being able to bring that all together to kind of streamline it, I think is just extremely important to the residents of the city of Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.